Welcome to the Lead Tough, Not Loud podcast, where we help leaders focus on what's most important, not just what's loudest. This is John Hatch here with my co-host, Adam. How you doing, Adam? Good. Good, good. Good. Hey, today I want to talk about a trending issue that we're seeing in the workplace. Mm. I want to talk about mental health and how it affects the workplace and how the workplace affects mental health. Wow. Yeah. Um, that is a big, that is a big, it's a big topic. That's, that's not big. a small one for yeah. sure. Yeah. We're not afraid at Lead Tough to tackle the tough topics. Dive into the bigger stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, but this is something that we're seeing, um, you know, especially during COVID and post COVID, not that it didn't exist pre COVID, but it is something that we're seeing people deal with more and more post COVID. And I think, you know, the pandemic kind of, you know, brought on a lot of this. And when we talk about mental health, you know, one thing we want to preface, you know, with this episode is the fact that it's a serious issue that, Mm -hmm. you know, whether it's anxiety, whether it's depression, whatever it is that people deal with, um, mental health is a serious issue. And obviously, over the last few decades, it's become an even bigger deal in the medical field and, you know, in the psychology field of, you know, helping people handle mental health issues. But the reality is too, and what we're seeing is mental health and how it affects the workplace and how it affects employees um, is, is a big deal. And also what a, what a big deal is, is how the workplace is actually affecting people's mental health too. So they, they play off of each other. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, you know, and rightly so, I think, you know, where people work and what they do for work and even all the stress that comes with work plays a major role into people dealing with mental health issues. And Mm -hmm. so, uh, one time I just talk about that and kind of open it up, you know, for us to discuss, you know, some things around this and also, you know, start to address, um, what leaders in the workplace can do if, they're they're realizing that a lot of their people or some of their people are dealing with mental health issues. So I'm uh, I'm super excited that we're talking about uh, mental health because it, it's it is it's, it's a super important aspect of leadership of um, leading teams, honestly of like a building a business. Really, nowadays I don't think it's really anything that you can get around anymore. Um, so in full transparency, this is this is funny because I was looking at this when we were talking about doing doing an episode targeting mental health specifically. I remember when the idea of like uh, mental health days, companies offering like, oh, you can take mental health days. That to me, that felt dumb. Like I was like, what is a mental health day? Like just push hmm. through it. Just mental health day. Like if yeah. you're tired or you're annoyed with work, just work through it. That's yeah. what work is there for. Suck it up. Yeah, yeah, honestly. Yeah. Which is a really weird mindset for a younger person to be in. Um, yeah. That's I, surprising. What, what do you say? That's surprising. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, it's, it's interesting because you would, you would think that I would immediately be more on top of that. I think in my mind, i I saw it as something for, for other people to take advantage of really quickly. Just, I need a mental health day and, or I need a mental health week, you know, kind of a thing. It's just, oh, it's almost extra days off. Yeah on that side. Um, but it's gotten, it's had that, that stigma to it, you Mm -hmm. know, of like, okay, you know, and people looked at, you know, as in the past is like, like to your point, like, why are you acting so weak? You Mm -hmm. know, just do do your job, Yeah, you know? And it's like, come on, you know, like push through, you know, and stuff too. But, but it is something that, you know, needs to be 
taken serious. And sorry, I, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, so. no. Um, I mean, I, that's honestly just, that's where it was before, I guess, in my mindset. And then as we've moved forward, just in time and in life, especially like you said, with COVID, things like that, um, you, you can see that it, it's a legitimate, it always has been a legitimate thing. I don't ever want anyone to think that I was, I'm saying it used to not be legitimate and now it is legitimate, Sure, you know? Sure. But, uh, there's, I see it a lot on, uh, especially social media. Um, TikTok mm. is a really big one. TikTok is a lot of, uh, there's really great stuff on there. Things that are very funny and that I love <laughs> about TikTok, but it is kind of become a platform for people to vent publicly and, mm. uh, shed light on things publicly, which I think is great. Uh, there's, I think that's needed in some cases, other cases, not as much, but, uh, specifically when it comes to mental health, you get a behind the scenes look at, you know, cause you, some of these people, they're talking about brands that they work for that you would know like places and brands that you would know. And you're realizing on this side, we see this really great piece. And yeah. on the backside, not only are these people struggling mentally, but then you're seeing what they're dealing with day to day and how heavy that is coupled with the heaviness and weight from work day to day. And then yeah. the dots connect where you're thinking, well, of course, there's no way that mental health is not important, that mental health days are not necessary nowadays, that an emphasis on it and a focus on it is not important from leadership. Yeah. And I think that's what we're seeing, you know, in the workplace and in the workforce and from teams and employees and organizations, you know, is there's mm-hmm. more and more of this realization that this is, this is something we have to address. This is something that we have to figure out how to handle and what to do about. Because, you know, I mean, there's lots of surveys out there. There's lots of different organizations that have done lots of surveys when it comes to mental health and, you know, how it's affecting stuff. And you can find the research, you know, Gallup is one that constantly puts stuff out about this. Um, but the biggest fallout, the reason why this is such a big deal is because the biggest fallout that organizations, companies, leaderships, and and teams are dealing with is that it actually leads to disengagement. And that's ultimately what, what the issue is. And so mm-hmm. when you talk about getting your people engaged, you know, if they're just, if they're struggling mentally, you know, be it because of the stress of their job or their work, you know, or other things outside of that, you know, that's, that's going to be, that's going to be hard to keep them engaged, to get them engaged and to keep them engaged. And so that's really, um, that's really what the biggest, you know, issue that we're, that we're finding when it comes to mental health is just the fact that it just leads to disengagement and it's hard to get your people, you know, engaged. So let's, let's just recap super quick on, on engagement specifically, when you're when you're talking about engagement, keeping employees engaged and engaged team, what do you, what do you mean exactly? Is that just is it just participation? Is it like mentally, physically showing up for work every day? Physically is relative nowadays, considering remote work is sure. so popular. But yeah, um, like which what, actually to to that point, that is actually an issue. You know, the mm, yeah. remote work and hybrid work, you know, is can lead to this, you know, because people can end up feeling isolated. There's so many great benefits of working remotely or work or, you know, hybrid, you know, version of that. But, but what you deal with and what you struggle with is the fact that, you know, you're isolated. Mm -hmm. You're not constantly with people. You're not around your team. So that, uh, um, so that's my, that's my situation in the sense of I'm a hybrid, uh, remote employee. So I work remote, um, luckily with design, you, you tend to want to work alone to a degree. You tend to want to, to kind of go into your, um, 
they call it a design cave where you kind of just put your blinders on and go. Um, so that, that aspect is great. Um, I'm about an hour and 20 minutes from our headquarters office that I work for. So I can drive in whenever I want and go spend a day in the office. Um, but I, I do feel that sometimes you feel the like, oh, I feel like I'm, I feel like I haven't seen another human being in like <laughs> physically in forever, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, so that aspect is, is for sure there. I can feel that, but I was just curious, like when you're, so when, when you're talking about engagement, so we would know the contrast of disengaged then what, what would you look yeah. for from someone to know when they're disengaged? Yeah. I think participation is, you know, is, is the big key and whether that's you're physically present, you know, or even if you're, it's over, you know, virtual, mm -hmm. you know, that there is participation that's going on. Um, and whatever you're asking as a leader and whatever leaders are asking of their, their people and their yeah. teams that, there is participation happening, yeah. you know, so, um, from the little things to the big things, you know, so, obviously doing your job and doing your work and getting, you know, that done, yeah. but also engagement in participating in maybe little things that are a part of the team that, you know, managers or employers or leaders have kind of instilled mm -hmm. as a part of that. So I would say participation is, you know, on all those levels is kind of engagement. So. Okay. Cause one, one thing I know, and this is, it's kind of, it's kind of funny. It's kind of not, but it kind of is. Um, we, it's not really a struggle, but it's one of those things where you do, we get memos sometimes from the company where it's like, uh, this is great. You guys are doing awesome. We're super excited. And this goes to like the whole company. It's not just to like a select few. And it's like, let's make sure when we're on zoom calls, cause obviously that's 99.9% .9 of the time, how we're all meeting. Let's make sure our, uh, we're, you know, engaged that we're listening that we're paying attention that our cameras are on yeah which is a really big one you know mm -hmm. um and that one it's not like it's a negative i don't really read that as any kind of a negative i know there's times for me personally where um sometimes i'm eating or something and i'm don't really want to be <laughs> on camera and that stuff is fine that sure. i really don't think that that's what they're targeting. nobody else probably wants you to be on camera when you're eating i don't think so yeah. i don't think so <laughs> it's yeah. kind of awkward especially if the like, meeting's being recorded yeah you're like what you're is eating the... like chips or something yeah you know right on top of the microphone yeah like is loud make sure you're muted and make sure yes. your camera's off but it's it's an interesting i get the reason i'm bringing this up is because i'm thinking through but basically what you do when it comes to um, coming in and doing leadership coaching and development for teams at any scale, if you have a team that's got a lot or a large portion, or maybe the entire team is remote, how, what, what metrics are you looking for, for engagement? Is it, do you watch a zoom call and make everyone's cameras are off? This place is completely disengaged. Or is it like, cause it can't be through body language or anything like that anymore because any of your normal things that you can kind of watch for, yeah. You know, because I could have horrible body language. I could be super angry. I could be very aggressive. You could basically see the, my mental health on the outside. But if my camera is off, you're, you're like, he's just mm -hmm. busy doing something. Else. He's just eating chips yeah. in the background. No, I think as simple as like the things you just said, as simple as like our cameras on or are they off? I think that's a that's a huge thing to look for, you know, and I think looking for all those little things. If there's something you ask people to put in the chat, you know, is there, has everybody put something in there? Mm, you know, okay. have they not, you know, if they're, I never everything that, from so you know. even whatever kind of communication methods of communication or platforms of communication you use as a team, is yeah. everybody participating in that? Or is there a few people that are not, mm -hmm. you know, maybe you ask for something through Slack or whatever. And, you know, Hey guys, I need some answers on this. You know, can you, can you, 
you know, send something through Slack in regards to what I posted in there. Okay. And yeah. you're noticing that maybe there's one or two people or three people that just don't do that consistently, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And so they're pulling away. And I think those are all, those are all symptomatic of, you know, things that as leaders we need to be aware of, you know, of, Hey, is there some disengagement going on? Sometimes people just forget, you know, and that's, that's okay. You're always going to have that. But if it's a constant thing, yeah. if it's a regular thing, if yeah. it's a consistent thing, then okay, there's some dis there's some engagement issues, mm-hmm. you know? And I yeah. think you just got to look for those, got to be aware of those all the time. But it, I'm glad you clarified that. I'm glad you asked that. Yeah. I, it's interesting to, th- to think through engagement and mental health, uh, from a leadership standpoint. Um, I, I guess I've never really, until we, you know, we're talking about this together, didn't really think of those two as the same. Um, but I'm curious what, like, so what, what does leadership do? Like, what's the answer, I guess, to not even this, the answer, but what would the steps be, I guess, to, to kind of writing this and helping your team along? Yeah. Why the first thing I think we need to do as leaders is, is to come to the realization that our people are our responsibility. Mm -hmm. I think that's the first thing we need to realize. And a lot of times we we don't really do that. We may say it, we may kind of act like it, we may kind of think we, well, yeah, you know, but we don't really realize that fully and how much of a responsibility they are, yeah. right? I mean, not that, you know, we have to parent everybody and not that like, <laughs> you know, you know, hold them by the hand and all the time or whatever too. I think, but a lot of times, you know, there has been this, hey, just come to work, do your job, do what we hired you to do, and that's all we need from you, yeah. right? And then if you're having any issues outside of work or if you're dealing with stuff, man, go deal with it. Good luck. You know, don't bring it to the workplace. Yeah. Yeah, we've heard that a lot. You mm-hmm. know, It's like, hey, leave it at the door. You know, Check it at the door. And um, I think what we have to begin to realize is it's our responsibility as leaders to an extent to take care of our people. Yeah. And that may seem foreign. That may see something like that. No way am I doing that. So many people who are listening may be like, are you being serious right now? And the reality is I am being serious. And because your people are your greatest asset, they just are. Yep. And if you're going to grow an organization, if you're going to build a company and you're going to decide to hire people, then you have got to take responsibility to an extent for them. And even when it comes to, and you have to realize what I mean by that is you have to realize that we have to realize as leaders that our people, there's a holistic, you know, aspect to the people that work for us Mm -hmm. and that we're leading. And we would like to, we would like it to be that, Hey, whatever they're dealing with outside of work, whatever it is, whatever personal life or whatever. And even when it comes to mental health stuff, we would like to think, man, you know, like that's just something they deal with and but we're in their work, you know, this is what we expect and what we need from them. Yeah. And it's okay to expect that, but you do have to realize as a leader that there's a holistic aspect to your people that they're going to bring those issues. And even if they're dealing with anxiety, depression, whatever it is, they're going to bring those into the workplace and mm. you've got to figure out not necessarily how to address those, but to just see them and realize that there's a responsibility for them as people yeah. as well too. And I think that's, that's kind of the first big step I would say, you know, that we, and, and we're seeing this in a lot of organizations we're seeing like, Hey, we're going to take care of our people and like care quality of care 
is a big deal. Mm-hmm. It's a reason why people decide to go work for companies. Yeah. It's yep. a decide it's a reason why they decide to leave yeah. yep. you know, companies because mm-hmm. the care's not there. Um and so I think we just have to we have to step up and realize that as leadership. Yeah. I um I'm curious, uh I, I want to play out a little kind of scenario here and see see what your thoughts are. So let's say that we we work at the same company. It's a let's say it's a mid size company, uh, and you're my manager. So you're you're the head over the department, and so I report directly to you with all the stuff that I'm doing. If you start to sense or see or whatever it is, notice that there's there either there's some disengagement or maybe it hasn't even gotten to disengagement, but you're just you can tell that maybe I'm not necessarily even struggling like, Oh man, I can tell that this person's just like on the edge, but it's you, he has something on his mind or he's got a lot going on. Do you, as a manager, do you, would you want me and you to have an open dialogue about that kind of stuff? Would you prefer that? How, I guess, how would you handle that? Like you, so you're a manager, you're seeing an employee who's kind of disengaged. It's a weird spot to be in because it's like, man, I don't necessarily want to open the floodgates of, Hey, we're best friends and you can talk to me about anything. And like, sometimes that's not a good place to be in, in a work environment. Other times it is. Uh, but then again, you don't also want it to be, Hey, let's have a sync every day for 15 minutes and you hop on and you immediately dive into work and you never ask, how are you doing as a person? How's it going as a human being day to day on Saturday, Sunday, when you're not here, we're not on zoom calls how are you doing as a, as a person, you know, how to, what, what's the recipe card there? How do you balance that? That's, that's a great question. And I, you know, first of all, I would say it, it, it depends on the legalities of your organization or company. You got to consider those because, um, a lot of organizations, (laughs) companies have a process right for that. And what you can, what can't, what you can converse about, what you can't converse about. So you need to, Make sure you're aware of that, you know, and a lot of times organizations have HR departments, you know, it's like, Hey, if you're dealing with this, you know, our policy is you go to the HR department. Mm. I think, you know, and that's okay to have those in place. And I know it's a lot for protection and stuff too, but the reality is there, there tends to be a lot of times kind of this disconnect between HR and frontline people. And then in between leadership, you know, and, and stuff. And that's really, you know, that disconnect can cause even more kind of just disengagement Mm -hmm. in, in all honesty. And so, um, I think it's okay to have those conversations. I think, you know, if you show care that way, that's a great way to do it. There's lots of different ways to show care and what works best for an organization, but also what works best for a leader personally and knowing his or her team you know, is really something leader leaders need to figure out. And if it means, Hey, I can, I can talk to you, you know, you know, just as people and as friends. Um, and that's great. You know, there's, there's so many things that, that help engagement. And one of those things that we're seeing a lot in surveys and different research has been done is there's this question. I don't know if you've seen it. Like, do you have a best friend at work? Oh no, I haven't. I haven't seen so I haven't seen that, that that question is asked on a lot of surveys and it's this idea of like, you know, Hey, do you have good relationships at work is ultimately what it's asking, right? Because those relationships help foster positive things in our life. And even when it comes to mental health that we feel like, Hey, we can go somewhere and we know that there's somebody there who cares about us. Uh, Cause that's yeah. what a best friend is or 
should be anyway. Yeah. Um, but that's, you know, that's a great question, you know, to ask. And so, um, and when you think about that, it's like, well, I don't know if I do or not, or I would consider this person a really good friend. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, then if you have that at work, that's a great positive thing. Um, again, it kind of like, you know, bucks against like the whole, Hey, just come to work, do your job, you know, go yeah. have your friends here. I think things are just, we have to, we have to trend away from that. You know, again, not that like work is everything or it should be everything. You know, there's good, there's good parts and aspects of having things separate and compartmentalized to an extent, but we have to realize that, man, people are people Mm -hmm. and they're dealing with all kinds of stuff, not just the stuff they deal with here at work. So I think that's, you know, it's really important for us as leadership to know that. That's, um, do you have a best friend at work thing is interesting because it almost feels like it's, there's still kind of a higher emphasis. I mean, unless you're talking about like Google who has like a work ball pit for you to go hang out in, you know, sort of <laughs> yeah. thing. Like they have a very different environment that they're working. They, they have their employees working in, but that idea of strengthening a connection of, do you have relationships at work that you can engage with and be excited to, to talk to these people and see them? Um, I, I have that where I work, uh, for sure, which is great. Um, I love who, who I work with and I love, I love what I do and who I work with. That's one of the, the, the big things that I tell people all the time. Uh, the company that I am working for also takes good care of its employees when it comes to benefits, um, you know, making sure that we're, uh, health, healthcare, things like that are taken care of. Um, we don't currently have any kind of an offering when it comes to mental health, anything like like that specifically, um, we do have an, an HR department, so it's not like you're just on your own, you know, yeah. in this in yeah. this place. But um, th- I've noticed that that is a trend right now. There's a lot of places that are offering mental health wellness as like part of their their incentive package for coming and being a part of a team. Yeah. Um, and you, so you're thinking you're seeing that as beneficial. Would you say it's like um, is that more than just hey, you get X amount of mental health? days off or what, what is it? What are you, what are people looking for there? Yeah, I think, well, a lot of organizations, companies are addressing this, you know, they're addressing this issue. And one of the ways they're addressing it is by offering exactly what you just said, right? Whether it's, Hey, days off, it's mental health days. And sometimes they're calling them that sometimes you're just calling it, Hey, you get so many days because we know that, you know, we don't want to, we don't want to burn you out. We don't want to stress you out. We don't want. And so if you need mental rest, then okay, we're gonna build that into whatever benefits we're offering you, right? And then to your point too of, um, yeah, hey, if you are struggling with mental health issues, you know, counseling is is a big deal yeah. with that. And um, we will offer some some organizations even have a counselor, you know, that they if they're that big, they can actually offer that. Yeah. Otherwise, maybe there's counselors that, that they recommend, and you know, they're willing to pay for that. Mm-hmm. You know, that hey, if you're struggling with this we want to make sure you're good. We make sure, you know, you can get you whatever help you need. And so, yeah, we're going to help part of our benefit package for you is, you know, we're going to pay for counseling or whatever, whatever kind of therapy, you know, you might need. And organizations are becoming more and more open to that. Yeah. So, um, which is, which is one way organizations can address it, but there is another way 
that I feel like organizations can address it okay, and can address the whole mental health issue and how it's affecting work, how it affects engagement and what they can do about it. And we're going to talk about that in our next episode. Oh, okay. Cliffhanger. I like that. Yep. Okay. Okay. I see what you did there. That's nice job. Nice yep. job. I was all prepped for it. I was like, oh, good. Let's, let's hear the answer. We so. got to wait till next week. Okay. Hey, thanks for listening. We know your time is valuable, so we hope this episode was valuable to you. For more information about Lead Tough Not Loud, visit leadtough.com.